Hi, everybody. Um, it's just me tonight. This is Jason. Uh, it was Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. Um, we just, it actually just turned Thursday, August 8th, a few minutes ago. We finished our award ceremony tonight up at uh, about a quarter to, to midnight, about 11.45 p.m. Um, tonight is the worst night of the year, and tomorrow's the worst day of the year for me. Every single year. It's the last night of camp. Tomorrow's the last day of camp. Um, all the kids go home tomorrow. All the staff leave the next day, and it is it sucks, honestly. It really, really does. We have been working. We work so hard for this summer and then we get here and it flies by and goes way too fast. Um, and so I'm just, tonight I'm, I'm just gonna talk and I'm gonna talk to you about how incredible our kids are and how much I love them and just how much I learned tonight um, and, and things that I realized in the last three hours of this award ceremony. And we, tonight is a long night. Tonight's a really long night at camp. We do awards for every league, for Twilight League. Um, counselors give speeches. We give out um, blank of the year. So there's a, a sailor of the year and a skier of the year and a um, shooter of the year and an archer of the year and different fun little awards and, and like stick of endurance, like all this fun camp stuff. And it's, it's hard enough during the summer to get our kids to respect each other during like a skit night, for example. Like when, when you're sitting there and each cabin's going up on stage, you, you're talking a lot, you get kind of restless. Um, it, it's tough to keep your attention span. But man, tonight, every single one of these kids was locked in the entire time that we were, that we were recognizing their brothers and that we were celebrating each other. They were they were in it with us and they were excited and they were giving standing ovations and, and chanting for each kid and cheering and they were razzing the like each brother if uh, if one brother got an award it would be like if Jacob Schneider got an award it would be like Bad or Schneider and the same thing for, for Neo and it was really funny. And it just nights like tonight make you appreciate as a camp director and make you feel like the work you put in paid off. Um, because by the end of it, like kids were laughing and then they were crying and they were hugging each other and they were so supportive of their friends and so supportive of their brothers. I can't even, it was just incredible. And they kept their attention and they wanted to see what the next thing was and they wanted their friends to get recognized. And it was, it was a true show of what the Menominee family really is. We are so lucky to have this group of kids that we have. I, I, I mean, I, I can't explain. I'm going to try to explain it. I'm going to try to tell you how I feel about this summer and how I think it went and I'm just, I'm going to talk for a little bit. And normally I have guests on the pod, but it is late. And, and this one after this summer, like, I just, I just want to talk for a bit. Um, 
today was today was a great last day. We've had two incredible finishing days of camp. <laughs> the relay yesterday was one of the more my favorite event in camp. And then today we had Twilight League championships all day. The kids were playing softball and then we opened up the waterfront so kids could get up on get up skiing again and go up the wall for the last time and uh, shoot target sports for the last time this summer. We battled a few different rainstorms um, this year. The senior Twilight League finals we did after dinner, um, after our banquet. And we only we usually do a series. We only did one game because everything was going so late. And they played a game on Alois Field because Bob Bender was underwater. And they, the last out was pretty much in the dark. And it definitely couldn't go any further than that. But all their friends were out there rooting for them. Um, yeah, it was Caden K- Perlman's team won the Sea Twilight League Championship. So he gets to take the Steve Ehrlich Trophy home. Uh, Ryan Wheels' team, the Packerland Wheels, won the Intermediate Championship, and um, Sam Wick's team won the Junior Championship. So that was really fun for all of those guys. And then we had our banquet. And man, in my this is my 17th year of camp, and I promise you that was the best banquet dinner I, I've ever had. We had this beef tenderloin um, and this incredible shrimp cocktail, and these great rolls and asparagus and twice-baked potato and corn and Brussels sprouts. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. And we had, the whole, we had the whole mess all set up and it was all plated and it was all family style. It was the only family style meal we do all year. So the guys all got to sit with their cabins and with their friends and with their brothers and share that last meal. And then of course we did Baked Alaska and we did homemade this year. And it blew the factory stuff out of the water. It was incredible. So major shout out to the chefs for, for that work that they did. And then during the banquet, Lee Libby came by and gave out some tennis awards. Um, Craig and Joe, our maintenance guys, actually gave out an award this year, which was great. Um, and then we went back out. We finished our Twilight League. And then we got into our awards ceremony tonight. Um, We have the best campers in the Northwoods. Parents, they're in the country, in the world. I don't care where. We have the best campers. Like, I love these kids. We, parents, if you're listening out there to this, like, thank you from the bottom of my heart for choosing Menominee and trusting us and sending your son to camp. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, because the guys that stuck it out and the guys that were here with us at any point this summer, and especially the guys that were here with us at the end, what an exceptional group of kids. Like, ugh, so great. Um, I'm going to I'm going to read you off some of the awards that we gave out tonight. I'll talk about Honor Camper and the Nate Wasserman Award a little bit, and then um, I'll wrap up with, with some other thoughts. Okay, so awards and MVPs for the night. Um, For volleyball, the 11-under MVP was Tyler Field. 13-under MVP was Benji Taylor. And um, the 16-under MVP was Jack Bihar. The trampol MVP for the year was Ryan Martin. The Gaga MVP this year is Bud McClendon. Congrats, Bud. 
For football, we had Chase Kaplan for the 11 and unders, Jacob Schneider for the 13 and unders, and Tyler Longnecker uh, for the 16 and unders. Congrats, Neck, on that. That is awesome. Uh, For basketball, 11 and under was Tyler Field, so that's his second MVP of the night. 13 under, Griffin Bramwitt. He... They told me that he basically was it was him against the next four best players in the finals, and he still managed to uh, to pull it out. Um, and then Louis Cantor won the sixty and under MVP. Uh, they created a new award this year for the thirteen unders called Sidekick of the Year. It's basically like the the Jordan to or the Pippin to uh, to the Jordan Wade to LeBron. Uh, so the Sidekick of the Year was Aaron Peltz in basketball, which is awesome. Go Peltz. Uh, Soccer, Charlie Sanford wins junior MVP. Brady Spigos wins intermediate MVP. Great rookie year overall for Brady Spigos, by the way. Um, Senior MVP, Jack Bihar. So that's Jack's second uh, MVP. And then the golden boot, the soccer player of the year, was Case Ratzlaff. So congrats to Case. Uh, tennis players, most improved. So the guy that came in and, and improved the most over the summer, Praveen Chakinala. Great job, Praveen. Uh, first year camper there. Player of the year, Sam Goodman. Sam Goodman gets his name on the plaque. Congratulations, Sam. Um, he's out there every day. That's awesome. Uh, for golf, Joey Hoffman won the Menominee Masters. He also won the Menominee Open, which is our first session competition. And uh, we have a jug for that. And so he becomes the first golfer in camp history to to complete the slam, to win them both in the same year. So way to go, Joey. Uh, Target Sports, shooter, shooter of the year for rivalry, Matthew Harfield. Matthew Harfield, awesome guy, well-deserved. Um, Archer of the year, Alec Gow. Alec was not there to accept his award because he had to go home to start school. But uh, congrats to Gow. Most improved archer, Henry Levin. So way to go, Henry. Um, climbing fastest climb Asher Berman I think they said he did in like a minute and three seconds up the wall so that was awesome he killed it in the relay I'll tell you that I watched him do it he saved his guys a lot of time in that relay climber of the year Brady Weiss Brady Weiss climber of the year that is really awesome Um, I didn't know Brady Weiss was a climber but it turns out he is and he's climber of the year uh, now down to the waterfront, most improved skier, Matthew Harfield again. He's been working for years to try and get up, and now uh, they're telling me he's dropping a ski. So go, Harf. That is sweet. Skier of the year, Miles Provis. I mean, that was as obvious of a choice as could possibly get. The, the kid's incredible. Um, here's something. Augie Flick swam the lake, and I think I probably announced this on, a, on an earlier podcast, but... Augie Flick swam the lake with everyone in camp and did it in like 20 minutes and three seconds, which won. He won swim the lake, which is like a mile swim from one side of the lake to the other. Um, And he was pissed. He's like, that's not a good time. I know I could do it better. So he asked two Waterfront staff members to wake up in the morning with him and swim the lake again so he could do it. And he did. And he did it in 1811, which could be a camp record. We're not sure. There's a few out there that might have been close to that, but... Wow, 18-11. So way to go, Flick. Um, best new sailor, Jake Oslander. Jake was out there in the regatta with Chippewa. He was rescuing some woodland girls. Um, so way to go, Jake. Sailor of the year, Will Simpkins. Congrats, Will. Well-deserved. 
Um, Twilight League Awards. Junior Rookie of the Year, Evan Abrams. Nice job, Evan. That's awesome. Uh, Silver Slugger was... Um, I can't even read my own writing there. So we're going to have to go back to that one. Um, MVP, Jordan Stein. Way to go, Stein. This Silver Slugger is killing me. I really can't read my own handwriting. So whoever's the Silver Slugger for juniors... Congratulations. Um, stick of endurance for the juniors. So that's kind of like the the player who goes out there and contributes a lot to his team and tries really hard, might not be the best player, but definitely makes an impact, and that's what the stick of endurance is. So that goes to Theo Galper. Way to go, Theo. Intermediate Rookie of the Year, Brady Spigos, as we were saying. Big year for Brady. He was awesome. Uh, Web Gem, Easton Newman. So he was the Defensive Player of the Year. Player's Choice. So Herman... Uh, our intermediate commissioner introduced the Players' Choice Award, so he let the players and the GMs vote on uh, just who was the overall like best guy. And that went to Josh Peterman. And then the MVP, of course, went to Ryan Wheel, who was the captain of his team. He was the pitcher. Um, like Amazing attitude and leadership from Ryan. Just really well done. Seniors, Rookie of the Year, Jacob Schneider. So obviously, Jacob's been at camp before, but he's a rookie to senior to Wild League. Most improved, Max Kirsch. I get back that 100%. Max led off for the 16B team this year. He is absolutely smacking the ball. I was really impressed with how he was playing. Um, the Jackie Moon Award. So uh, this, after Will Ferrell's character, um, is the like the player coach award like someone that was playing but was also like leading his team so that went to jack bihar web gem zach myers so defensive player of the year and then mvp was jack foreman jack foreman had a really big week jack foreman won was the overall captain winning for the sing for the relay for green and white overall and now he gets twilight League mvp so way to go jack i think that is awesome um, so after that, we went into our rec hall and our media director, well, we have two media people, but our video, uh, our video coordinator, Rafi, put together a really awesome session recap which a bunch, with, with a bunch of pictures and videos and some really incredible stuff that happened this session, including highlights from the competition, from Green and White, from... Camera Council Switch Day from us just goofing off to every event that we did, she was able to capture, and that was a uh, that was really cool. And then after that, I was um, the last few awards that we give out. I give out three of the four, and those are to the Junior Honor Camper, the Intermediate Honor Camper, and the Nate Wasserman Award winner. Um, now these awards go to campers who exemplify all of the traits of the Menominee Way: so heart, attitude spirit, leadership, determination, and sportsmanship. And the way these work is we ask for counselor feedback. We ask for the counselors and the directors to kind of advise the admin, like, hey, who's out there doing a great job? I mean, we have our opinions and we see some things, but the counselors are in it with the boys. So like share some information with us, write up some stuff. And there were a few guys that really, really stood out above the rest. So the, the junior honor camper this year went to Dylan Peltz. Um, everything like Dylan's an incredible kid. He really, really 
deserved it. Uh, he always has a smile on his face. He is nice to literally everyone he meets. He's a great camper in the cabin. You're never going to see any negative things sports and tripwise from Dylan. He's a leader by example. He might not be the most vocal guy, but he is just a good, good guy. And that's why he won Junior Honor Camper this year. And I'll send, I'll put a picture out there, but um, our, our own Jake Goodman put a plaque together and drew an honor scroll on it. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And so we are going to uh, inscribe the Junior and Intermediate Honor Campers into the plaque that Jake made, and we're going to put it up in the office of the mess hall um, for everyone to see. So last year, Chase Kaplan won junior, and Ethan Mann won intermediate. So those guys will be on there from last year. And Jack Bihar won senior. We don't have a senior one this year. Um, and so this year, uh, Dylan Pelts will will join that as the 2019 junior honor camper winner. And it's cool for those guys because in the past, we've only recognized – the reason that we started doing the honor campers for junior intermediate is because in the past we've only recognized seniors really we've given out these subnates for each leader for each uh trait of the way and then we give out the nay wasserman award and it's i don't know our our little guys at camp and our intermediates do a ton to contribute to the menominee way and some of them are just as good if not better leaders than our seniors and some of them set just as good if not better of an example and deserve to be recognized and so that's why we, we changed up the system a little bit. So our intermediate honor camper this year, it was overwhelming how much the, the counselors and the admin supported Charlie Eisenberg for the intermediate honor camper. So we're really proud of Charlie. Um, some of the stuff that we saw and that people said about him was that his love for camp is unmatched. Uh, he has positive energy and enthusiasm in everything he does. He's an amazing kid and leader. So much maturity and growth year over year that we see from Charlie. Responds well to adversity, uh, has a huge heart, and embodies camp spirit. And they, like, you should have heard the cheers when I announced his name for Intermediate Honor Camper. Like, they, full standing ovation. Like, the place was going nuts. That was, that was a really cool moment, and I hope that was a good moment for, for Charlie as well. And then... Uh, so traditionally, at least the last three years, we love new traditions at camp. The, uh, we have this thing called the stick. And the stick, I guess in 2016, 16 or 17, um, we gave out all the Subnate Awards. And Sam Miller and Aiden Bramwitt didn't receive one. But I thought they had really great years. And... So I called them up after I did the subnates, and I'm like, I just wanted to recognize these two guys for what they did for camp this year because they had just exceptional years. And so they took that, and they're like, you know what? This is – like they took it and ran with it. They're like, you know what? We're going to make this a thing. And so the year after, they they brought this – they found the stick, and they use it to symbolize the award for the people that – put a lot into camp, might not be recognized um, as much as they should, and deserve to, to be called out and to be celebrated um, amongst their peers and amongst the rest of camp. And so after I give out the junior and intermediate honor camper, um, now and hopefully going forward, representatives for the stick will come up and they will choose one senior cab member and one CIT uh, to receive the stick. 
this year. So they chose Louis Cantor as the CIT, and Jack Foreman is the senior cabin member, another big step for Jack this year to receive the stick, and it was awesome. And they were really excited about it, and the camp was was really thrilled to um, to celebrate those two guys. So that was a special moment, and hopefully the stick will continue and it will grow. Um, and then I got to go up there and present the last award of the night, the Nate Wasserman Award. Um, the Nate Wasserman Award goes to the camper who most exemplifies the Menominee Way. It is the person who is leading, whether vocally or by example. It is the person who has a ton of camp spirit, who has heart and attitude and determination and all the other traits, Um, sportsmanship, of course, but really is the embodiment of everything that Nate Wasserman had in mind when he started camp 92 years ago and is, is, is what every counselor strives to instill into their kids and what we try and, and, and instill into the counselors and into the campers. And it's just, uh, it's just a great camper overall. Um, and, and they come in different forms. Some are quiet leaders who are just good guys and set the right example. Some are the, the loud ones um, who are always in front of the group, who you could hear all the time. Uh, last year was a perfect example of that with Jay Kudak. Um, but this year's Nate Wasserman Award winner um, was more on the, the former. Um, Gavin Bramwitt was this year's Nate Wasserman Award winner. And Gavin is definitely not the most vocal, but he, like, the praise that that we received from the counselors, Gavin's a CIT, so Gavin was in the cabins with the campers this year, and every counselor that had Gavin in the cabin was like, he is basically a third counselor, he is always there when we need him, he's incredible with the kids, and then you see Gavin out there at the athletics, and you don't have to be the best athlete to win Nate, but he's one of the best athletes in camp, and he is constantly positive, always has a smile on his face. Nothing seems to to get him down. You'll never see him talking negatively about anyone else. He is compassionate. He's passionate. He's honest. He's a role model. And and most of all, he's a really good friend to those around him. And I think that the choice this year was just, it was really clear. And um, so congrats to to Gavin for uh, winning the Nate Wasserman Award for 20. 19. So his jersey will be right up there next to Hudak's and it will hang in our mess hall forever. So congrats to Gavin. I want to finish up tonight by just kind of looking back at the summer and kind of opening myself up a little bit to all of you out there listening and just kind of breaking down really how I felt about this summer and what we're doing here and just how positive and in how much growth I saw in your kids over the summer in just a short amount of time that I hope translates into their lives when they come back. Um, the whole the whole summer we we really pushed goal setting and and challenging yourself and certain accomplishments. With the kids, the second they got to camp, one of their first rotations was act, like physically writing down goals on a sheet of paper and posting it right above their beds where they sleep. Like they had their three goals 
like hanging above their heads the entire summer. And every time that they accomplished one, they would check that off and they would reset and they would set a new goal because we wanted them to accomplish as much as they could when they were there. And because we did that with the kids, I wanted to think about what our goals were for our campers at the beginning of the year. I mean, I have tons of goals coming in to the summer. Some of them I don't hit, a lot of them I do, but if you don't set them, you have, you have nothing to strive towards. And so I asked the kids tonight, who here tried something new this summer? And almost every hand went up. And then I asked, who, who here made a new friend or built on a past relationship or friendship this summer? And I did not, every single person, every single person in Wasserman Hall raised their hand. And that, like, tonight, I usually cry when I talk in front of the camp tonight. I, I can't really keep it together so well because of how much that we've put into the summer. But that moment there had me right at the beginning because, like, that that is camp to me. Like, at, at its very basic level, very basic level, if every single camper comes to camp and tries something new and accomplishes something and makes a new friend or builds on a relationship, then, man, that is a successful summer for them. And I promise you our boys did so much more than that. But at its very basic level, that is, that is notable and, and exceptional. And I, I really hope that all of our campers feel like they've grown in some way shape or form this summer. And if they didn't feel that way, I they do by tonight because we we did our best to make sure that they thought back into to every moment and every struggle and some for some of the kids just making it to the end of the four weeks. Like to to battle through homesickness and to to get to a place where they were able to enjoy camp for camp was an accomplishment. And I applaud those campers. And for others, it had to do with activities and it had to do with actual tangible goals. But man, every single person sitting in Wasserman Hall, including the counselors, tried something new and made a new friend this summer. We did so much together in the last four and eight weeks with the, the kids that are there. I mean, we, we competed and we performed and we laughed together and we cried together and we struggled together and we celebrated together and we recognized each other. Um, but all of it, all of it, every single thing we did, we did with the Menominee family. Like from whether it's an individual sport or a team sport or an individual activity or team activity, like these, the campers had such an incredible support system in the rest of the boys there not to mention the, the counselors. And I'll talk about the counselors in a little bit because they did such a great job with the kids this year. But the, the support that these boys have in one another propels them to, to, to that, that growth moment. And, and those, those periods, those times where they have to fight through something and they have to to work through something. They have to accomplish that thing that they want to accomplish. They have that support system in place now. And that'll be there forever. Like, there's only a few things in life to me that are forever. And your family is your support system. That's your family. And you have them. School friends, they come and go. 
as you go to different schools, as you grow up, as you go off to college, as you grow apart. But camp is a constant because they will always have camp nominee, and this will always be a shared experience and a shared bond that they have with every single other person in that room. And they now have this support system for the rest of their lives. And when you have that, it makes the really tough moments a lot more palatable and easier to get through. Because when someone's putting their arm around you and picking you up and saying, hey, man, like, great, great job there. Like, good try. Like, I know you put everything you had into that. We'll get them next time. It's a lot easier than doing it on your own. I'll tell you that much. I mean, I'm a person who for eight months out of the year, most of my job is me alone in an office or me traveling by myself. And then I get to camp and am just like launched into like this web of support from the staff and from the admin. And it really does matter. It really, really does. But it also makes the, the sweet moments a lot sweeter. It makes those, those moments where you accomplish something so much better when you're getting cheers for it and, and you're getting a trophy for it and you're getting a high five and you're getting a shout out, whatever it is and whatever way we recognize you, that is, it, you're an all-star. You're, you're a hero for that moment, whatever moment it is. It could be the spelling bee. It could be on stage at a skit night or rock band or it could be a sport. It could be at the waterfront, wherever it is. You are an absolute hero. But to at the end of the day, everything that the kids did, while supported by each other, was also supported and directed and encouraged by the staff. We had an incredible group of an incredible group. Forgive me. It's late. <laughs> And I'm, I'm trying my best. We had an incredible group of counselors this year. Guys that came from six or seven different countries. We had over half of our counselor group as returners. We had an, a, a really great group of compassionate and empathetic counselors that wanted to be there for your kids. That wanted to spend their days helping each one of your boys and promoting positive group dynamics and teaching them the Menominee way and helping them grow from a Menominee boy to a Menominee man, which is our ultimate goal for every single kid that comes to camp. And they did a great job. They ran a strong program. They created uh, different things for the kids and different tournaments and and. Every moment they recognized as a moment where they can make a difference and they utilize them. And, and your boys are so lucky to have, have this group that we had. Um, beyond the counselors, we, we had such a, a spectacular group of administrators supporting your kids this summer. Our health center, Nurse Jen, and our EMT, Adam, and our CNA, Allie, along with our volunteer doctors, the, the Millers, the Bramwits, the Kanazes, um, really took care of everyone this summer. They helped us get through um, a little stomach virus during first session that we got through way quicker than the norm. Um, and that's that's 
90% thanks to the work that they did in the health center. Um, our media team, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure every parent out there has been looking at pictures. And if you haven't been on our YouTube page, like go to our YouTube page because our media team this year, first Calvin and then Rafi, put together such amazing videos. Rafi was in here. She came in for the second half of the summer to replace Calvin when he had to leave. And within two days, she had um, top 10 videos up. She was doing this MTV Cribs uh, knockoff for the cleanest cabins. Um, The questions of the week were really funny. Her top 10 videos are great. She put together such a great session to recap. Um, so they they did a, I thought they did a spectacular job this year. Parents, you probably had a ton of contact with Rebecca and Daisy this summer. Uh, they, they are game changers for camp. When you have um, experienced adults who can help you navigate all of the stress that you are feeling as a camp parent, which I know is a ton, And it is hard for us to understand because we are here and we are having fun and we are seeing your kids every day and we are experiencing their their joy and their pain and their happiness and all of the things that that we're sharing with them that you're not able to. Um, I hope that you found Rebecca and Daisy to be as effective and as helpful as I perceive them to be from from my end. Um, If you ever get the chance to come see camp, you will notice how great a shape it's in, and it's because our caretakers, Craig and Joe, are just the most dedicated people you could ever have in that job. And I know I'm speaking a lot of superlatives tonight, but it is the last night of camp, and that is just what we do. But those two, talk about guys who, they gave an award out tonight for the counselor that was most helpful and most willing to jump into to maintenance work. They called it the Helping Hand Award. That doesn't happen. At other camps, they're totally a part of our family. Um, Joe led our camping trips this year. The guy's a, an expert fisherman. He leads uh, ice fishing trips and regular fishing trips and does all this camping. And for our 11 and 12-year-olds, he led their canoe trips and their camping this year. He didn't have to do that. That is way outside the scope of what he does. But he wanted to because he wanted to contribute because he feels like he's a part of the family. Um, Jeff and Pamela, I went so far above and beyond, I feel, for um, for our first-year parents this year. And I hope that you saw that too. But I don't think it compares to anything that any other camp provides. Um, that level of access and that level of transparency. And they the work that they did with the group leaders and with your kids and with the counselors – going into the cabins every single day, working with the campers, helping the boys through any homesickness or any anxieties or any kind of trouble that they were feeling, and also encouraging them to to get into camp and to be a part of it and all of that and the support that they were providing, you on one side and me on the other side, is unmatched. Um, Josh Ingram as well. Uh, back for his sixth year from England. The guy's amazing. Um, Thomas C. Adler continuing to be a friend of mankind. We were so thrilled to celebrate Thomas's 10th year at camp this summer. Um, Jeremy down at the waterfront once again, his 15th summer here. We grew up here together. Every year he 
gets better and better down there and more and more efficient. He runs the safest waterfront, the best waterfront in the Northwoods. Um, yeah, the guy, the guy is spectacular. And then, of course, Woody. Um, and I, I told the camp this tonight, and I want to share this with all of you out there. The, the best compliment that I got about camp outside of the work that we're doing with the kids, because that's number one for us. But the best thing that anyone said to me was how they saw camp running so smoothly from an operational level and how every little detail was thought of and every the communication between the directors really flowed and that every we just we had it down and we we were running like like a, a we were running it perfect we were running on all cylinders and that is pretty much solely because Woody was here Woody Woody keeps us going. Woody makes sure that everything at camp is happening the way that it should be. You should see this guy. It's his 29th year at camp, and he is never in the office other than to make announcements at the second that he needs to make them. But otherwise, he is out there doing maintenance work, coaching the kids, setting up this activity, taking down this activity, grabbing counselors to move this, making sure that this dock gets up, that this thing is done right, that this is in place. Like the the guy is absolutely incredible and it allows us, and by us, I mean myself and Jeff and Pamela and Jeremy and Josh to focus on the kids. And that, when when we have that going, we are a well-oiled machine for for the boys at camp and it is it is just great to be a part of and like we as the Menominee family all of you listening out there included are lucky that that Woody is a part of it also if you have a chance check out Woody's new 29 year tie we got he he's we put this article up on Facebook from the off season but they did a newspaper article about him in in England because he has 1300 plus ties that he displays at his house neckties and so we got him a tie this year, and it was green with the white sailboats on it, and uh, I think it was pretty cool. My last message to the kids tonight that I want to share with you is that no matter what support system we have in place for them, no matter what structure, no matter how encouraging we are, at the end of the day, the campers are the ones that are responsible for themselves. And what I mean is that it's their bravery, their vulnerability, their self-expression, their buy-in that made camp camp this summer and does every year. We can have a group of kids that comes in and just doesn't buy into the Menominee philosophy and doesn't care about what we do at camp. But all of these kids made the choice to be a part of it and to buy in and to challenge themselves and to open themselves up on Sunday night to the key log ceremony and walk up and throw a key log into the fire and tell the entire camp why to to admit to the to admit to 190 campers and 60 staff that you've been feeling really homesick and that it's been tough, but you're throwing this key log into the fire for your counselor who's really helping you through that, and you're on the other side of it, and you feel really good about it. That is an incredible moment for a, an eight-year-old, 
And we had some that did that. To, to stand up in front of the entire camp and do a skit or perform something or whatever it is, is a really like tough ask for some of our guys. But they do it because they're bought in and because they trust us. And they're making that choice to be a part of it. And to, to, to trust that the Menominee family is looking out for them. And I am so proud of every single one of our campers for making that choice this year. It, it's truly something, something special. So what do we do now? Summer's over for the boys. We have post camp coming up, but what's next for us? We're sitting here and we're nine months away from camp next summer, which is crazy to think about. This went by way, way too fast. There's a saying in camping that you live 10 for two. So you're living the 10 months of the year. Like you're just getting through it and you're doing whatever you can to get through it so that you can have those two months at camp. And a lot of our guys subscribe to that. Some don't. A lot of our guys will wear camp gear all year, um, every day at school. Um, we'll draw it in their notebooks. Some will just take that stuff out the day before and pack it for camp. And that's when they'll wear it. And that's great too. But no matter what, the most important thing, and parents, if you can help me out, help your sons out with this. The most important thing is for the boys to stay connected with each other, to, to somehow interact, connect, talk to whatever they have to do with their brothers from their cabin and their brothers from around camp. And I'm going to do my best to facilitate different types of meetups and reunions. But outside of that, the way that camp, the camp can be wherever they are. Camp can be in the off season, wherever your kids are talking about camp with their friends. And so if you can encourage them to reach out, to set up times to meet, to talk about camp, to, to just be a part of it. It will go such a long way to the relationships and the brotherhood and everything that we've talked about with the kids. So that was my message to the boys is stay connected to your brothers because this is your family for life. I've said this so many times since I started talking and I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm so proud of every single camper that we had this summer. I am so proud of every single counselor. I love every boy that we have at camp so much and this group as a whole. And I am, I'm the luckiest person, period, to have the job that I have, to be able to do what I do and to, to experience this with the group that we get to experience it with every year. There is nothing, there is nothing that I would ever replace this for. Okay, that's, that's it for the summer of, of 2019. Um, please keep listening. I'm going to do these during post-camp. We're going to keep doing them um, 
in the off season, I wanna I wanna talk to you. I wanna come to your house and I wanna interview you guys about how your summer went. I wanna uh, these are gonna keep going because our po- this podcast to me is one of the the best ways that we have to to communicate and um and stay connected with one another. Thank you all so much for listening this year. Thank you all so much for sending your kids to Menominee. Thank you all for trusting us. Thank you all for for buying in. And and thank you for, for being a part and a contributing member of the Menominee family because that is what each and every one of you are. Um, parent, alumni, family, whoever you are listening to this, friends, like you're all a part of this and you're in this with us. And I hope you really enjoyed the journey that we took together this summer. And I hope you'll continue to go on that journey with us throughout the year and for summers to come. And, and I, I, yeah, I love you all. Um, so for the summer of 2019 and for the love of camp, I'm Jason Falgraber. Good night, everybody.